here and welcome back to the Animal Advocate Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you and I appreciate your time. Now, let me ask you a question today. Do you ever get into frustrating conversations on the topic of animal rights or veganism? Do you ever get into arguments or debates that seem to be going around in circles and you just don't know what to say anymore? Well, in this episode, we're going to address all that. And what we're going to do is dive into a workshop I did for Tokyo Vegan Meetup where I'll give you some tools that are hopefully going to help end that frustration. I want to make it so that when you are having a conversation about veganism or animal rights, it's easy for you and you always know what to say. You might not get there overnight, but if you implement what I'm going to talk about and you practice those things, then I'm confident that you can get there sooner than you think. Enjoy. So about a year ago, I was in New York and I was eating food at a restaurant with my friend Hudson. And we were actually there for an animal rights event. And as we were about to order food, I was looking at the menu. Now, I don't know if you've ever been to a place with like a lot of stuff on the menu, but I always have a really hard time deciding what I'm going to eat. So I was sitting there looking at the menu like, I don't know what I'm going to eat here. Like this looks good, but that looks good. Then I remember like, I, I always have this thing where I want to eat the burger, but I think to myself, I should probably eat like the quinoa salad or something because it's healthier, but then I go with the burger. But anyway, so I was thinking and I, I didn't know what to pick. So to help me, I kind of looked around and I saw a table next to me where there were these two girls sitting down and they were just finishing up their food. So they, oh, let me ask them what they ate. So I was like, hey, did you, what, what did you guys order? Was it good? And we started chatting. And as we start chatting, somehow, the topic of veganism was brought up, as often happens in vegan restaurants. And they asked us, well, are you too vegan? And we said, yeah, actually, we are vegan. And then we asked, are you vegan? And one of them said, yeah, I am vegan. And then the other one said, I mean, I'm vegan, but I cheat sometimes. I was like, what do you mean you cheat? Well, you know, sometimes I'm at like a party and there's some pizza and it looks really good. So I just eat the pizza, you know? And we're like, oh, okay, very interesting. Now, here's the question I want you to ask yourself. What would you say in that situation? How would you feel? What would you say? Now, let me give you a second scenario. And you've probably had this before, actually. Um, so imagine someone is coming up to you, and maybe you know them, maybe you don't, and they're offering you food. But you notice that because the food they're offering you comes from exploding animals, uh, you're like, I don't want to eat this. Well, you say, um, I'm good. Thanks for offering, but uh, you know, I, I choose not to eat uh, food like that. And then they say, oh, that's right. You're vegan. You know, I, I totally respect you being vegan, but I, I, could, I could never do it. You know, it's, it's really not for me. What would you say in that situation? And how would you feel? What I want to talk about right now is hopefully something that's going to help you learn how to effectively deal with those types of situations. And ideally, I want to have it so that by the end of this talk, whatever people throw at you, this kind of like, I'm cheating nonsense, or like, oh, it's not for me, or whatever it is, you have a clear idea of how to respond and how to have a conversation, a productive conversation about veganism and animal rights. 
So when I first started advocating for animals, you know, I wouldn't have been sure what to say in those situations. I would have said something like, well, you know, if you, if you cheat, then that means you're not vegan. Because if you, if you eat pizza at a party, then you're, you're just not vegan. Or if someone said, oh, you know, it's, it's really not for me, I couldn't do it. Maybe I would have said something like, you know, it's, it's really not as hard as you think. I mean, there, there's so many alternatives. I know you can do this. So that's what I would have said. And technically, I think those are correct answers. I'm not lying, those things are true, but I don't think that's the most effective thing to say in those moments. And maybe more importantly than that, I think that those responses miss the point of what it means to be vegan. So to illustrate this, I wanna give you an analogy, and this is gonna be a long running analogy throughout the entire event. So let's imagine, let's pretend that all of us here, we're 35 people, let's imagine that all 35 of us decide to go on vacation together. We have two weeks off and we're like, let's go explore somewhere. Let's, let's go see some new place in the world, so see some beautiful stuff. Here's the question. If we're all gonna do this together, what is the first thing that we get to determine? What do we define first? Take a moment to kind of think about that and try to figure out, okay, if we're all going to go on this vacation together, what, what do we have to think about? Well, if you think about it, the first thing that we need to determine is our destination. We need a clear goal as to where we're going. We have to decide, okay, are we going to New York? Are we going to Paris? Are we going to Osaka? What are we doing here? Because if we don't decide where we're going, we can't do anything else. We can't book tickets, we can't book a place to stay, we can't look up a local vegan restaurants, we can't determine what landmarks we want to see. I mean, imagine I put you in charge of booking us a place to stay, but you don't even know where we're going. But you just, it just, it doesn't make sense. So that's how important having a goal is. And I think that any action that we take should be determined by the goal that we are trying to accomplish. Because otherwise, what are we even doing here? And the way this applies to veganism is that if you take a second to look at any definition of veganism, and you know, if, I, if I ask you right now, how do you define veganism? Think about that for a second. Well, most of us would probably say something along the lines of, vegans don't consume things that hurt animals. Maybe you say, you know, we don't consume meat, dairy, and eggs, and we don't buy leather, fur, wool, we don't contribute to animals, thing, anything that exploits animals for entertainment. However you want to say it, you would say something along the lines of, well, veganism is a lifestyle that seeks to exclude products of animal exploitation. Now, the thing that I want you to notice about this definition is that it's talking about what it means to be vegan through our actions and more specifically through what we don't do. So it's saying vegans don't do this. But that says nothing about the destination, right? That's kind of like saying, well, okay, well, wh wh where'd you go on vacation? And instead of saying, I went to this place, you say, well, I took flight number 407. You were just talking about a thing that you do. And so I think it's important that we get all on board with what is the goal of what we're doing. And if we don't clearly understand that, then I think it becomes really difficult to have a conversation about, well, veganism. So here's what I want you to think about now. I want you to think about what do you think the goal of being vegan is? Why are we vegan? Not what is it, but why? What are we trying to accomplish here? What's the goal? Now, I'm sure 
a lot of different people will have a lot of different answers to this. And that's been my experience. You know, I, I talk to a lot of vegans, but a lot of people who are not vegan too, actually, I also ask them this question and I get different answers. So some people might say something like, well, we're vegan to reduce suffering. Some other people might say, oh, we're vegan because we're aligning our actions with our values, with what we believe in. Some other people might say, well, being vegan is about widening our circle of compassion. All right, all these different answers. And what I find kind of troubling about this is, and maybe this is not the case, maybe I ask all of you, you know, all 35 people here and you all have the same answer, that'd be wonderful. But what I find troubling is that oftentimes when I ask people, I just get different answers. People say different things. They, like the purpose of being vegan, which a lot of us, it's so important to our lives. I mean, we really identify, I'm gonna talk about identity in a second too, but we all identify with being vegan, but we're not sure why we're vegan or we think we know, but we all have different answers. Right, and I find that weird because that's as if, you know, we're, we're about to depart on our adventure tomorrow. Tomorrow we're taking off. And I ask you, so where are we going? And some people say, well, we're, we're going to Rome. And some other people are like, going to Rome, we're going to Venice. And then some other people are like, we're going to Milan. Well, okay, it's in the same general vicinity. I mean, I guess everyone got that we're going to Italy. So, I mean, you know, everyone's saying kind of similar things, but, they're, they're different. And if we don't clear this up, we're gonna have conflict. I mean, in our analogy, we're gonna end up in different places. Even though we tried to do this thing together, go on this vacation together, well, we ended up in different cities, right? So if we're not clear on what our destination is, what our goal is with veganism, then we're just gonna end up having conflict and, and ending up in different places. So what is the goal of veganism? Well, here is my suggestion. And I guess, you know, you can take this and find your own suggestion, but, I think this really is what it is. And my suggestion is that we say the goal of veganism is justice for animals. Very simple, that's it. Justice for animals. Now, you don't have to use those words. It's more about the meaning of those words. What does that mean? That means we want to create a world where animals are not exploited by humans, where humans stop hurting animals for stuff we don't need. Or frankly, even if we needed it, I, I would hope that we stop hurting animals, that we just stop hurting animals. Or we can say, uh, you know, it's for animal liberation, right? That's a term that we have in English. We call it animal liberation. The, the words don't matter so much as the meaning behind it. And I think it's really important that we understand what we are trying to do here is create a world where animals have the basic rights that, frankly, they deserve. And we make it about the animals. And the way that this differs from the goal that most people think of in my experience, is that this makes it about the animals. And this is really the key point. I think that if you really put it in your mind that this whole thing is about the animals who are the victims that we're speaking up for, any conversation about animal rights, veganism becomes extremely easy, right? Because a lot of people, when you talk to them and you ask them about veganism, they think it's about us. They make it about them or about you. So think about this. When you say, being vegan is about aligning my actions with what I believe in. Notice how, th that's not wrong, you know, when I became vegan, I did align my actions with my values, sure I did that, but notice how that makes it about me. It makes it about, that doesn't talk about the animals at all, it, it just talks about me, or it's about widening our circle of compassion, right, again, about me. It's about widening my circle of compassion, it's about me, 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 me. In general, you'll find that people just make things about themselves all the time. I think that we should make it about the animals because 
that's really what it is. We're doing this for them. So why not be clear about that, right? And being vegan, basically what that is, is it's a mechanism, it's a vehicle to create that goal. Just like that Flight 407 that I talked about earlier, that's like a mechanism, a way for you to get to Italy. Say, say we're going to Venice. I think Venice is a pretty cool city. So say we're going to Venice. Well, that flight is how you get there, but it's not the destination itself. So veganism is that flight, but it's not the destination. The destination is justice for animals, or however you want to think about that, however you want to phrase that in your mind, or that doesn't matter, but that's, um, that's, that's what it is. So I want to give you a pro tip right now, a really cool tip. I think this is going to change your life. Next time you get in a conversation about veganism or animal rights, try this, because this is what typically happens is somehow the topic gets brought up and they might say something like, oh, you know, I, I love you vegans, but this, this, and that. And what oftentimes happens, and this has happened to me a million times, is you immediately get into a debate or an argument. Next time, very early on in the conversation, try this. Before you debate anything, just ask, you know, that's a good point. I, I, I am happy to talk about whatever you want to talk about, but before we do that, I want to make sure that you and I are on the same page. So I just want to ask you, do you know why vegans are vegan? Now, typically, people will say something like, well, you know, you think it's wrong to eat meat, or you think it's sad what we do to animals. You believe this, you believe that. Notice how, thinking about what I just said, what people say most of the time is they say something about you, about what you believe, about what you're doing. Or they might talk about food. You know, like, I think, you think it's wrong to eat meat. That's not only about your belief, that's about the food. It's nothing to do with the animals. So when they say that, try this. You know, I do actually think that's wrong. I do think it's sad what we do to animals. But that's actually not why vegans are vegan. And I'm like, oh, really? Would you like to know why vegans are vegan? And just ask, very genuinely ask. And if they say yes, try something like this. Okay, let me put it this way. So, do you think bullying is wrong? Yeah, I do too. So, when we say that it's wrong to bully a kid, why is that? Is it because you and I believe that bullying that kid is wrong? Or is it because the kid who's being bullied suffers? It's about the kid, right? So if I thought that bullying was okay, it doesn't all of a sudden make it okay that this kid is getting bullied because that kid suffers. Because that kid is the victim in this situation, right? So for vegans, we do the same thing. We look at it through the victim's perspective, through the animal's perspective. So we don't ask ourselves, do I think it's wrong to eat meat? Do I think it's sad to kill animals for food? No. We ask ourselves, are animals okay with what we do to them? Do they consent to being exploited and killed for food? Does any animal ever willingly and happily walk into a slaughterhouse? And because we put ourselves in their perspective, you know, and what we have found is that, well, I would never want to swap place with an animal, so the least I think I can do is not put them in that position. I mean, would you want to swap places with an animal that we use for food? So notice how if you approach the conversation like that, 
that would inject so much clarity into the conversation because now you're on the same page. You know, when I figured this out, it unlocked so much for me because what I found is that so many of the problems that I was having talking to people is just because we weren't on the same page. Like, we'd be debating this thing like, oh, like, lions eat meat so humans can eat meat too. But the other person doesn't really know what we're talking about. They don't truly understand that. We're trying to look at the world through the victim's perspective. They're stuck in this, like, uh, you know, it's about your opinion versus my opinion. And that's just a circular debate that I've never found to be, to be productive, right? And what most conversations end up looking like, and this is what my conversations looked like for the longest time, the longest time this is what it would be like. It's imagine you're trying to convince your friend to go on a, on a vacation with you. You're like, you want to go to Venice together. But the way you try to convince them is, hey, you should buy a ticket for flight 407. You should buy that plane ticket. You don't want to buy that plane ticket? They're like, I don't want to buy that plane ticket. No, no, no. You should buy, like, you should buy that plane. You got to buy that plane ticket. You have to buy the plane ticket. They're like, I don't want to buy the plane ticket. What are you talking to me about? I don't want to buy the plane ticket. No, you should buy the plane ticket. It's too expensive. No, it's not as expensive as you think. Just, just buy the plane ticket. Right? And that's what it looks like because you're talking about the mechanism. What if instead you approached your friend and you were like, hey, you want to go to Venice together? This is what it looks like. You show them a beautiful picture. You show them the destination, how awesome it's going to be, how they're going to feel once they're there. And they really get to see where they're going. And then they're like, I want to go there. Then you're like, great. The way you get there is you buy the ticket for flight 407. But you start with a destination. Same thing with when you talk about veganism. I found it to be a lot more productive and effective if you start with the destination. This world that we want to create justice for animals. We're really putting people in the animal's position, getting people to be empathetic. And from there, getting people to buy into this idea of a world where animals basically have the right to not be enslaved. Like, it's not much that we're asking for. And then from there, we're like, you know, if you think that animals should be treated as sentient beings who deserve the basic right to not be enslaved, then maybe try being vegan. You know, it's kind of the least you can do. And that makes a lot more sense than trying to debate on the vegan thing and the, the you know, why don't, like, why don't you buy the soy milk instead of the cow milk? Right, you got to talk about why. So, the bottom line with all this is that, in my experience, if you are always clear about the destination, everything becomes so much easier to handle. So, for example, the first scenario I gave you with that person saying, you know, I'm vegan but I cheat, I think the instinct of a lot of vegans actually would be to, to debate them and say, well, you're not vegan because you cheat, right? And you see these memes online that, that are about that. They say things like, well, if you call yourself an ex-vegan, you were never vegan in the first place. Right? Or this new thing that I've seen recently where it's like, well, if you don't support human rights, then you are not vegan. It's like, okay. I just think that misses the point entirely. Like, at that point, if you don't care about human rights, it's not about whether you're vegan or not. It's just you suck as a human being. That's it. So anyways, getting back to the story, if someone says, you know, well, you know, I'm vegan, but I cheat. What I would ask is, well, you know, when you say you're vegan, why is it that you're vegan? And connect them back to that why. You know, that oftentimes they say something like, you know, I, I watched a documentary. I saw that eating animal products was really bad for, um, for the environment. I also think it's, it's a little bit healthier for me. Oh, right on. Do you also do it for the animals? Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, I, I think that it's pretty bad what we do to animals. I mean, have you have you 
ever really put yourself in the animal's perspective? I mean, I don't know, what do you mean by that? I mean, like, if, imagine, you know, you're gonna, say, eat cheese, right, because that's what's on the pizza. But you realize that to do that, you have to, you know, forcibly impregnate a cow, take away a baby, and then eventually, you know, you're gonna have to kill her. Would you want to be in her position? So I guess not. Yeah. So you see how always going back to that why, it always just brings so much clarity to whatever you're doing. This really changed my life, by the way, when I, when I figured this out. They really did. Because now, like, just by thinking about that, to, this is my experience. So, I'm not, you know, I, maybe different people are different. I don't know. But for me, every conversation I have about the topic has become extremely easy. I always know what to do because all I'm thinking is, what's our goal? Justice for animals. How can I put this person in the animal's position? How can I get them to empathize with that? And all you do is you debate them, or not debate them, but you just, that's, that's what you talk about. You know, so anyways, the second thing I want to talk to you about is identity, like I said earlier. Now, I heard about this going on in Japan, but really, this is something that happens everywhere. Okay, like, earlier I talked about those memes that say, oh, if you're an ex-vegan, you were never vegan in the first place. Or if you, you know, if you don't support human rights, then you're not vegan, because humans are animals too. If you don't support human rights, you are not vegan. What is the problem with that? The problem with that, in my view, is you got to think about what is the assumption behind a statement like that? You're not vegan if you do this. What's the assumption? The assumption is that the goal is to be vegan or perhaps identify as vegan or maybe even worse, to call ourselves vegan. Like, I, I don't know. I, I heard this thing where it's like, oh, like, you know, even if you're not fully vegan and you're not, you don't only eat plant-based foods, you can still call yourself a vegan. Well, that just assumes that the goal is to call ourselves vegan or to, to identify with being vegan. But, but the thing is, like, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't do anything. And that's completely meaningless, right? The analogy I would give you here is imagine someone comes up to you and they're like, you know what I want? I, I want to be a world traveler. Yeah, that's right. I want to be a world traveler. But what they're thinking, because you think world traveler, you're like, okay, what does that mean? That means that you've seen a lot of places in the world, you've experienced the world in a meaningful way, you've met a lot of people around the world, perhaps. You know, you've just been around. That's what it means. But what if that person, instead of really thinking that, like, what they're thinking is, how can I call myself a world traveler? How, how can I define that? And maybe they think something like, well, you know, if I have 25 immigration stamps in my passports, then I'll be a world traveler. It, it doesn't make sense, right? And, and imagine like you don't have like, and that person then comes up to you. They're like, "How many stamps do you have in in your passports?" And you're like, "I don't know. I, let me count like 23." They're like, "You're not a world traveler because you don't have 25 stamps in your in your passport." And you're like, "Motherfucker, I've seen more places. Than, what what are you talking about?" Right? Because th like, think you could have actually seen more places. You could have actually experienced more places in a more meaningful way. Because you can get 25 stamps in your passport without visiting 25 countries. There are layovers and stuff like that, right? But see, that person's gonna think, well, you know, I, I, was, I was on a layover in Italy, therefore I visited Italy. That's one more step towards becoming a world traveler. But, okay, when you really think about it, 
So what? It doesn't matter. The goal is not to be a world traveler, to call yourself or identify as a world traveler. The goal, if you want to do that, is you just want to experience many places in the world in a meaningful way. And whether or not you decide to call yourself a world traveler, whatever people say about you, it doesn't matter because you've had that experience. So with veganism, is the same thing. We got to think about the goal. The goal here is, do we have the animal's best interest in mind? Are we doing what's going to create justice for animals? Period. End of story. That's it. When people talk about how to identify, like, you know, oh, like, even if you eat a pizza one time a week, you can still call yourself a vegan. Okay, but that misses the point. You're still causing animals to suffer. The, the thing doesn't become okay just because you call yourself a vegan. Like, you, you haven't become any more of a world traveler because you have more stamps in your, in your immigration passport. Right? So that's why I think it's important for us to identify with the right thing. Now, that being said, identity is something that's very important. As humans, we inherently like to identify with things. I might say something like, I am, I am French. I am a young adult. I am this. I am that. And there are all these different things that I can say to identify myself. But the thing is, I think we should be careful with always identifying with things that are meaningful. And what I mean by that is, let's identify with values, with beliefs. Not with things like actions or what we do. See, if you say, oh, I'm a vegan, and you make that a big part of your identity, but what that means to you is that you buy the soy milk instead of the cow's milk. You're going to eat a quinoa salad instead of the corpse of a dead pig. You're going to choose the Beyond Burger when you go to whatever fast food restaurant you go to. If that's what it means to be vegan to you, then you're basing your identity around your actions. And I think that's like someone saying, I'm a world traveler. And I'm basing my identity of a world traveler by the stamps in my passport. I think what's more important is to identify with our values. So, I am someone who creates justice for animals. I am an ally to the animals. I have the animals' best interests at all times. See how that's different from I buy the soy milk instead of the cow's milk? Because that allow, like those beliefs, those values, they're going to determine everything that you do. Of course, if you have the animals' best interests in mind, you are going to buy the soy milk instead of the cow's milk. But listen, there are a lot of people who buy soy milk instead of cow's milk, but they don't have the animal's best interest in mind. Or they haven't had the most important shift in their beliefs where they see animals as individuals and not as commodities. Right? So for us, you know, yeah, I personally, I identify as a vegan. It's part of my identity. But what that means to me is I'm an ally to the animals. So to kind of summarize I this, I guess. You know, the first thing that I talked about was really about putting the animals at the forefront, being clear on what is our goal here as vegans. Our goal is not to buy the soy milk instead of the cow's milk. The goal is to create justice for animals, to make sure we create a world where animals have the bare minimum rights that they deserve. Like the right to not be enslaved. Again, this is not asking for much, right? But that's, that's our goal. And if we're clear with that, 
I think it makes communicating very, very easy and simple. Now from that, I would encourage you to think about how you identify yourself. When you think of yourself as a vegan, or even if you're not vegan, like whatever you are, you know, how does that go in your mind? Are you like, I am vegan, therefore I eat the plant-based burger instead of the dead cow? Or do you think to yourself, I'm an ally to the animals and I have the animals' best interests at all times? Right? Because if you have that, then those little little details, they work themselves out. Like people ask all the time, like, oh, like, can you do this as a vegan? Can you do that as a vegan? And the thing is, those questions come because people think of being vegan as the actions. They think, okay, vegans, they don't eat this, this, this. They don't buy this, this. So what about this? Is it okay to buy this? And of course it's complicated if you think about it like that. But if you think about it in terms of, I have the animal's best interest in mind, then it's very easy to answer those questions. Can you buy honey? Well, let's think about it. Is it in the bee's best interest to buy honey? No, it's not. We just don't do it. And that's it. That's it. So that's how I think about this. And I think that, you know, to me, at least internalizing this has really helped me gain clarity and make all my conversation about veganism, animal rights, just very easy to have. Frankly, that this experience I have is that it's simple. I just know what to say because I'm clear on, on what I'm talking about. I encourage you to, when you hear me talk about these things, you know, don't take them at face value. The way that I came up with this is, I thought about it very deeply, but also on top of thinking about it, I went out and I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people. I, I talked to a lot of people about this stuff. I, I, really, I really have, I've talked to a lot of people. And this is what I've learned through talking to a lot of people, trying a lot of different things. So I encourage you to try it out. You know, and I guess the, the last thing that's, you know, maybe I can try saying this in Japanese afterwards, or maybe we can translate it or something. My, my experience with being in Japan and, and meeting some people in the community, there, there are a lot of you here that I haven't met. But what I found is that I'm often met with something like, you know, people don't want to hear about these animal rights issue. Like, that's something I hear a lot. And you might be right. You, you might be right. But here are two things I think are important to realize. One, that is not a country-exclusive problem, quote-unquote. I can guarantee you that everyone, like every vegan in every country around the world thinks that people don't want to hear about animal rights. Everyone thinks that. Everyone thinks that. And to a certain degree, it's true everywhere. You will always have people who are like, I don't want to hear about that. But listen, there are a lot of people in the United States right now that don't want to hear about racism. Okay, I, I cannot even comprehend that. But it exists. So that's, that's just what it is. But beyond that, the flip side of that is that there are also a lot of people who do want to hear about that. You know, for a long time, I was scared to unapologetically speak about animals or talk about animal rights. If you notice in this entire presentation that I just did, every time I referenced food that we eat that comes from animals, I never said meat, dairy, eggs. I think I said cheese when I referred to the pizza, actually. But mostly I said products that come from animal exploitation, or I said the corpse of, of a dead pig, because that's what those things are. 
And one thing that I would encourage you to think about is, is it really, you know, out of line to say that? I think a lot of people think, well, you know, that, that's a little confrontational when you say those things. Well, is it really? I don't think it is. I think those things are true. And when we talk about the suffering that animals endure, we're just seeing what is. You know, if we start saying things like, you're a horrible human being because you contribute to animal abuse, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, that's a little confrontational, okay? That's confrontational. I'll give that to you. But if you say, hey, are you aware that when you consume what you call meat, dairy, and eggs, animals suffer for those products? Are you aware that every animal in the meat, dairy, egg industry ends up in a slaughterhouse where they get killed? They either get their throat slit or they're gassed in a gas chamber. Are you aware of that? You know, when you say that, that's just true. Okay? And for, forget about how I said that. The, the way I said that may not have been the best way to say that. You know, are you aware that's a little condescending? Okay. But what I mean is bringing attention to those realities, that's not confrontational. That's just true. Okay? How, however people react to that, people are going to react to that in different ways. For sure. For sure, some people are really not gonna like it. But you know what, some people are also gonna get, they're gonna be like, this makes sense. I mean, you had this moment at some point, right? Pro presumably, if, if you're here at this moment, or maybe you're having it now, which would be really cool, but you know, there are people who, who will get that. I promise you, I've met plenty of them, a lot of them. You know, funny, that time I was in New York when I was talking about the restaurants. That week, we were in New York to do an animal rights demonstration that lasted an entire week. And during that, I spoke to several people from Japan. Like, I spoke to Japanese people. I spoke to them in Japanese. It was pretty awesome. And I think one of them, you know, didn't really want to talk to me. But the other two groups of Japanese people that I talked to were really open to hearing about animal rights. I just asked them, hey, you know, do you think you would like to be in the animal's position? And they were like, no, you know, I really don't think so. And I just talked to them honestly and truthfully about what we do to animals and why I think it's important for them to care about this issue. And it was really powerful. So I guess that's what I want to leave you with to, you know, just, I know that sometimes it can feel, because I felt like this so much, I know that it can feel like no one wants to listen or no one cares. But that's not true. That's actually because you've trained yourself to loop on the negative experiences that you've had. If instead you went out there, you talked to a lot of people, and then you loop on the positive experiences that you've had, you'd actually think the opposite. You think the world is awesome, and you'd be able to go into conversations without a preconceived notion of what's going to happen. So anyways, I'm rambling, but that's what I want to leave you with. So thank you so much. I think we're about on time, and uh, I, we have a lot of time, so I would love to take your questions, whatever you want to ask. And uh, whatever I, I think I can answer, I'll be super, super happy to do that. Hey, so that was it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Now, of course, when you implement this, it doesn't mean that things are always going to be pleasant per se. And this is just a means to provide you with tools to gain clarity so that you know what you can do. People are people, so we can't control how they react to what we do. We can only control what we personally do. 
If you found this helpful and valuable, which I really hope you did, and you would like to support the podcast, a super simple action you can take is leave an honest rating and review on the Apple Podcasts platform. It really goes a long way in helping, and I genuinely want to see your feedback. Apart from that, if you would like to further support my work, you can do so over at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash peace by vegan. Thank you so much again for your time. I appreciate it. I look forward to talking to you soon. I love you. And until next time, let's keep defending animals.